This episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast is sponsored by Mr. B, the only potato chip made in the great state of West Virginia. Check out their products in your local grocery store or online at mrb.com. If you had to guess, how many days old do you think you are? Yeah, it seems like a bit of an odd question to ask, but that's how our guest today, Jim Strawn, looks at his life. Not necessarily measuring by years, but counting by the days, and he certainly tries to make the most of each and every one of them. And that's just how Jim has chosen to live his life. You bet that ultra-positive attitude has led to much success as a marketer, as an Airbnb host, as an MC, and for Jim doing business all across the great state of West Virginia. If you're from Charleston, I almost guarantee that you know who Jim Strawn is. He's very well connected in the community. But if you don't, stay tuned because you're going to have plenty of positive takeaways from this episode. We also look ahead and dream about what the future of West Virginia might hold. How can we market this state? One of the possibilities we thought of is what if we had a homecoming? I know, I know, but think about it. How cool would that be if West Virginia had a week-long celebration where folks that were from the Mountain State came home and we celebrated West Virginia culture, we shopped at our local businesses, and showcased all the state has to offer? I don't know, Mountaineer Media and Jim Strawn, we might team up and do this. We also dropped some breaking news via the podcast airwaves announcing our biggest event yet as Mountaineer Media, unofficially at least, but the Almost Heaven Classic coming your way sometime in 2023. And like I always say, sit back, relax, maybe have a coffee or a glass of wine, depending on what time you're listening to this, and enjoy this episode of the Mountaineer Media Podcast. Jim has an infectious, positive attitude, and this is one of my favorite episodes we've done. So let's get to it right now. Mace, hit the music. shine in West Virginia, but the people always do. Boom. Hey, Jim. Just like Go that, on. I'm here. Hey, buddy. How are What's you? What's up? Really good. Cooper's on the house. Nice to meet you, man. Hey, Cooper. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? I'm really, really good. Thanks. Wonderful. Are you back home or where are you at now? I got back to wild and wonderful west by god virginia yesterday evening at six o'clock i am gotcha. sitting at my home office i work from the house gotcha very cool which is my well, kitchen table i have a home office but i work <clears throat> mostly from the kitchen table because it's more light but my biz hub is in my my uh, my home office but my office really of course is out and about so i got a 1130 out and about and I'm back. I'm back to work. I'm back to the grind. Boy, I got, sure. the, I got refreshed. I tell you, that's nice down there. Uh, it, it looks like you got a little sun. I can tell. So I you look sun. good. I love the vitamin <laughs> D. We have some out today, but as you know, from Christmas till about now, it's a little gray around here. Yeah. It's about a four or five on the UV index, not that nine from South Florida. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually went down on December 27th for 11 days and I went down uh, Friday a week ago for 
about 10 days. When I go down, I like to get a nice little, a nice little stay in. I'm very, I'm very fortunate and blessed that I can keep things kind of together for about a week or so. But then I got to start showing my face back around the valley here. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Everybody's like, where, where, where the fuck's Jim out? Where's he yeah. been? Yeah. <laughs> they know where I am, but they know I need to be back here too. The mayor, <laughs> mayor even comments every once in a while on a, on a post from Florida. Uh, I was down there visiting Frank Gonzalez, the guy that you know owned Gonzo Burger and Me Casino. I was visiting him. He snapped a picture and she's like, you can't keep him. And, you know, we, we, we'll let you have him for a little while, but he's got to get back to Charleston, man. That's funny. Uh, I, it, it's fun to be, I guess, needed. And I have carved out a nice little niche here of need in this valley. So I'll keep I'll keep doing that until I am fully retired, probably, which. I don't know when that'll be. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably never. When you kind of work, I feel like when you work for yourself, you you just kind of work until you you just decide not to anymore. That's <laughs> a gray area to work and play when you work for yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people don't know. I, I Jim, are you? Is he working? Is he playing? <laughs> exactly. A mix of both. Him? Yeah. How does he get paid? What is yeah. he doing? <laughs> That's my favorite because you don't know what I, I'm just me all the time. Yeah. I'm the same way, man. I'm the same way. I'm authentically me it. and some people compensate me. Yep. Yeah. Every now and then you get paid. And I, then... Every once in a while, somebody <laughs> brought me a, a little bone and I go, appreciate you. <laughs> I keep going. But people don't know if I am or not. Yeah. I love it. How I, that's how I roll. I, no, no different. I, I, I treat folks you know, really well. And I try to do my part to make our little state and valley and Charleston a better place to live, yeah. learn, work, and play. I've been saying that for 30 years. When I first started saying that, people thought I, I was just, it was a line. I was full of crap. But after a while, they're like, I think Jimmy believes that. I think that's what he does. <laughs> hey, speaking of resistance, CJ, are we rolling? Do we want to roll with us or do we want to take a yeah, just, take a stop? Yeah, no, I think all this stuff's good. And and, cool. and so we weren't, we were going to do like a hard stop, but I actually, yeah, we'll just keep rolling with it. And I was going to kind of lead into this episode with, Jim Strawn, entrepreneur, well-known member of the community, greater Charleston area, but just ultra positive person all day, every day. That's just in your DNA, isn't it? Just being a, an outwardly positive person. I, I, have, I have chose to live like that many, many, many years ago. I keep track of my days. I'm 22,448 days old today. <laughs> Wait, did you just calculate 22,400? How did you come up with I didn't with just calculate number? it. I've been doing that for a long time, CJ. So I keep track of how old I am every day. So yesterday wow. I was 22,447. So people ask me, isn't that hard to tabulate that? I go, no, I can add one. <laughs> yeah, when you know it the day right. before. <laughs> just so yeah, I, I keep track of my days, 22,448 days today. I, I do it for a couple of reasons. I'm a marketing guy and people ask me how old I am and I give it back to them in days without blinking an eye. And so I become a little bit memorable from that. You know, mm-hmm. gosh, Jim, that's pretty cool. But the real reason is just to really be, stay cognizant and grounded to the, the blessing that we have every single day to, to make a difference. And it takes less energy to, to be positive than it does to be negative. I'm a positive guy. I choose to be positive. I exercise my attitudinal muscles, just like your physical muscles. If you don't exercise these attitudinal muscles to be positive, then you'll be weak and vulnerable. And then when things don't go your way, you kind of waller in pity. But I bounce back pretty good from uh, heartache. I bounce back 
pretty good from trials and tribulations and things that don't don't go my way. People always say, Jim, I I'd be upbeat and I'd be positive if I had your life as well. You don't know my life. You know, our life can be this long, but we know about this much of everybody's it's life. True. You don't know what I've been through. I've been through some relationship issues, some job issues. No one escapes this journey without having a trial, a tribulation, a pothole, a hurdle in your road to mental wellness. So I choose to exercise my attitudinal muscles and stay strong. And then when things don't go well, I, I'm, I circumnavigate that and transcend and get back in the game of life pretty quickly. I do that. Also, because this is not a dress rehearsal. We get one shot at this thing called life. And I'm, I live it pretty good. I live it pretty good. And I also think I want to live it good and take care of myself and live it well so that I can do well and be, and be well and help be part of the solution for others. Jim, so. how do you, like, you know, in that same vein with West Virginia, you know, we obviously, CJ and I are, you know, we're in our late 20s. We're from the younger generation. People sometimes, you know, in West Virginia culture, it's like, oh, nothing's going on here. There's nothing. West Virginia sucks. This, that, and the other. How have you, or what would be your advice to some of the young people that maybe are stuck in that rut of like, this sucks, this is bad, this is not going to happen? Like, what, but how do you get out of that? Like, if you're in that rut now, like, what are some of the tools, techniques maybe that you've kind of used to look at things a little bit differently, remain? optimistic and speak things maybe into existence i'm a very optimistic guy that's one of my attitudinal muscles that i think we need to, to exercise every day i don't i'm i understand there's negative issues i understand there's negative people i understand that we're like most other folks in america but i do firmly believe that the best way to predict the future is just to create it yourself definitely and if you get if you get folks who believe that the grass is greener on the other side, they don't understand that it's usually fertilized by BS. So make the grass green where you are. I like to travel. I get around this great land of ours. America is awesome. I go get my vitamin D down south and I go to Atlanta and I get up to New York City next week for a little function with Michael J. Fox and the Parkinson's folks. I get around. I like getting around, but this is my home. My home is in West Virginia. You know how old I am in days. If you can't calculate that, CJ, I'll be 62 on October the 6th. So I'm 62 years old. And every day I've been a resident of West Virginia. Folks, young people your age, the best way to predict this future of West Virginia is to be a part of the solution, not the problem. If you wanna predict the future, create it yourself. I'm telling you, we have opportunities here. Exercise that, exercise that optimistic muscle. Exercise that muscle of faith. Faith. Exercise that muscle of persistency. That muscle of uh, perseverance. That muscle of perspective. We're going to be fine. We've been fine a long time. We've been yeah. fine since 1863. We're good. We yeah. got this. We are going to be just fine. Believe that. I believe that. And it's a good way to live, to have belief in our future. So yes, I need you young people to do well, to take care of me when I'm getting old and dilapidated. So please, uh, young people stick around, be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. CJ, we've got big news here at Mountaineer Media. Mr. B Chips has agreed to stay on board and remain our presenting sponsor for all of 2022. That's 
easily the best news of 2022 so far. I'm a little biased, I get it. But no, this is huge news for us. And Marianne Kettleson is the CEO of Mr. Beat Potato Chip, the only potato chip made in the great state of West Virginia. So Marianne, thank you for believing in us. We certainly believe in what you and Mr. B is doing as a whole. And Cooper, Marianne, just like one of the coolest people out there, right? We've spoken with her on a handful of occasions. She's ultra supportive, but she's just like this down to earth, chill person, the queen bee, as we like to say. He's an absolute rock star, guys. Check him out, MrB.com. Find them in your local grocery store. We're so, so uh, proud and supportive of Mr. B because they believe in us and they believe in West Virginia. Cooper, there are a couple of things in life that you really just like can't mess up. You really have to nail it on the head, like buying a car, buying a home, buying an engagement ring, something that you and producer Mason Jack just went through. And both of you guys just bought your rings from one of the most trusted jewelry stores in all of West Virginia, and they are now a proud sponsor of Mountaineer Media, Calvin Royals Jewelry. And Cooper, that was a great decision that you made going to them to buy that ring, wasn't it? It absolutely was. It was a little stressful, but I tell you what, once I walked into the doors at Calvin Broyles, I went to their South Charleston location and look, they made it so easy. I was not put under any pressure. I was informed. It was fun. It was uplifting. It was all about creating the best experience for me buying it, but also with my fiance in mind. They listened to me and I ended up getting a great piece of jewelry. And I think you can too. Anybody listening can go to South Charleston, Tays Valley or Beckley, go in there and see Calvin Broyles, mention Mountaineer Media, and I'm sure they're going to get a little smile across their face because they're investing right back in West Virginia. They even have something called the Heart in West Virginia collection and money that comes from that goes towards a scholarship for West Virginia students. So they believe in West Virginia, just like we do. Calvin Royals Jewelers, proud partner of Mountaineer Media. Yeah, you can check them out online. They also have stores in Beckley, Taze Valley, and like Cooper said, South Charleston. So check them out online, check them out in stores. But Calvin Broyles Jewelry, proud sponsor of Mountaineer Media. I was trying to tabulate it in my head. I was getting tripped up on leap years. So I was, yeah, my yeah, math was yeah, all wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah I couldn't quite. CJ, I've, I've been keeping track of my days since I was about, I started doing it when I was about 14,000 days old. So that was probably 20 some years ago. So every day since 22, 23, 24 years ago. That's amazing. Jim, how old are you? I'm 16,180. Now <laughs> I'm 20,448 today. On my 20,000th birthday, like the 20,000th day on this planet, it was alive on the levee night. And I said it. From That's hilarious. At Riverfront Park. I said, I'm having a big party for my 20K today. I got some cake up on the boulevard and there's some beverages. Help yourself. And then my 21K birthday, I did a fundraiser on that day for the Fixum Clinic raising money for spay and neuter. And just in 24 hours on my 21K birthday, it was October the 4th, I believe, 19 or 20. I forget what year it was, a couple of years back. And uh, I raised $3,100 for the Fixum Clinic. So I keep track of my days. I don't know what I, I don't know what my plans are going to be for my 23K, but I've got about 500 and <laughs> to plan 504 out. days to think about that. So hold on, I'm looking mine up. I've, I'm cheating a little bit instead of oh, yeah. like, tabulating all right i'm at ten thousand. i was gonna say if you have you broke wow. your digits, you're ten thousand days old i missed my ten thousandth birthday my ten thousand keep day track birthday. of that <laughs> i think that, those are good days to celebrate the 10k day <laughs> that's true the 15k Cooper, the 20k cooper yeah, I mean, in august what 20s 20, yeah i mean i'm 
25th, August 25th. 25th. So what am I yeah. like just, just around 10 K you're well, so you're probably like 10 K 70 or something like that. <laughs> wow. You just missed it, man. Yeah, Dude, I might just, start doing that, man. That's you're 72. Doing that. Yeah, it's you're you're 10,072. It's yeah. a great way to live. Wow. Even every day, you're 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 in you're in tune. You're in touch with who you are every day, and you have a gift every every single day. We're not guaranteed yeah. this gift. It's a yeah, they're gifts, yeah. brother. They're gifts. Yeah. I'm here to tell you, it's going pretty stinking fast. It it clips by pretty quick. So, I mean, Jim, you because you've been around for twenty thousand days, you've seen a lot of trends, <laughs> right? You've seen a lot of trends in West Virginia, maybe specifically Charleston. You look out, you see some of the different businesses that are trying to, you know, come up, like the Elk City kind of revitalization. Like, what are some of the things maybe that you're optimistic about? You mentioned, you know, you you kind of, you know, the mayor well, like you're connected with the the pulse of Charleston. What are you? What's some of the things that you're looking at that's like, hey, man, that's that's pretty cool. That has the potential to really kind of be a strong element of the city add some you know richness to life in charleston is there anything that kind of comes to mind in that light perspective is everything you know there's an ebb and flow to life and the more you look at the history and look at our past it really does help dictate where we're going everything evolves and things change that is one of the most consistent things is change happens every day every quarter every year every decade every generation. And so things are different. That doesn't mean, you know, the good old days were better. They were just good old days. They're good old days because we remember the good. They weren't all good in our rear view mirror, but we remember the good, which is a, a nice thing to do. So when you, you look forward, you just have to understand that it's going to look different. But if you continue to grind and you continue to do what we're doing. I think the West Virginia Development Office does a, a, a nice job. This, this whole Ascend program, and as I mentioned earlier, I like to travel. And you know, urban life is, is great for some, and it's fun to visit for me. <laughs> I like the majestic mountains. They call me back every time. This pace, our, our quality of life is so nice, and, and it, it's different than, than other places. So we're hanging our hat on that, I do believe, right now. Come to West Virginia. Start your family. Get out in the woods. Hike a little bit. Start your home business. You know, work at some of these places that I'm starting to hear. We're getting some you know, the manufacturing plants. Create your own uh, job. Create your own self. Be your own, be your own boss. And come to a place where it's wild and, and wonderful and you can raise a, a family with, uh, with low crime, Yes, sometimes the pay might not be quite as much as a bigger uh, city or a bigger market, but quite frankly, you don't need as, as much. Our quality of, of life is, is wonderful. I think we're doing a nice job of, like I said earlier, hanging our hat on that opportunity, getting that word out to folks across America. If you're tired of that rat race and you're tired of that urban life, and it's just, it's really hectic traffic, in Atlanta, traffic in Tampa, traffic in New York City, Horrible. traffic. Horrible. It takes its toll. Washington, D.C., not far from us. It hurts your heart to drive in heavy traffic, not once or twice, but the grind every morning, the grind every afternoon, Monday through Friday, and sometimes six days a week, that takes a toll. And you know, as you know, I keep track of my days. If you, if you added up all the hours that you were in a car in some of these bigger cities, you're yeah. taking away almost Here's. sometimes a quarter of your life just sitting in a car, stressful. So I think we can, I think we can, you know, 
recruit folks to West Virginia. You mentioned Elk City, it's reinventing itself, it's evolving. There's other pockets of the state that are doing the very uh, same thing. Um, our legislators are, I think, trying to uh, give us some opportunities to, to grow. But again, it, if you think it doesn't just happen here, go to other places. There, there's, you know, there's little cat fights in legislative sessions in Florida. There's cat fights in Arkansas. There's little cat fights in Nevada. We may not hear about it because we live here. So we hear about our, our issues here. Yes, you know, I, I know I'm, some, I'm part of the media somewhat, and CJ, you're in the media, and I know the media, and the, the media, I work well with the media. Sometimes the media likes to highlight things that aren't as, going as well as we hope that they are going. So sometimes, you know, the media focuses on things that aren't as positive. I think they're, quite frankly, doing a better job of late focusing on some things that are good. But for, for the most part, you hear a lot about the things that aren't so good. And I think there's a, a, a lot of a good going on and, and continue to, uh, I think we just need to continue to, I, I write the Sad Mad Glad books. It's called the Anatomy of Your Attitude. And we use a lot of body idioms in our books. So I, I think we just need to continue to keep our nose to the grindstone and our feet on the ground and, 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 and keep uh, you know, working some elbow grease. And I think that's what we're doing. Hey Jay, when we see other West Virginia companies pouring their heart and soul into the Mountain State, it really does fire us up. And our sponsor, Building Appalachia, man, I tell you, they're doing exactly that. Go ahead and tell the listeners what exactly Building Appalachia does. Well, if you're looking to buy or sell a home in Kanawha, Putnam, or Cabell counties, definitely reach out to Building Appalachia, buildingappalachia.com. Jordan Christ and Jacob Skinner, we had them on the podcast. They're genuine guys, and they just want to make this part of West Virginia better. They want to connect people with their perfect home, or they want to renovate a home and connect it with who, somebody that it might be their perfect home, the next family that moves in there. So find these guys online, buildingappalachia.com. And if you're looking to buy or sell a home in Kanawha, Putnam, or Cabell counties, these are the guys that you need to get connected with. Okay, a couple of points I got here. One, does anybody even want to guess at how many days old the state of West Virginia is? Wow, that's a good one. So it's going to be, it's, I'm, I'm going to do a, a quick tabulation here. That'd be, um, yeah, I'm going to say 58,000. No, it's about 50, yeah, about 55,000 days old. Yeah, that's 50, pretty, you know, if we were playing Price of Right, Cooper, you'd be close, but you just went over. So okh. Jim wins, 57,985. 57, I was off by 15 days or so. When you, when you put, you know, when you put things in <laughs> yeah. perspective You're like that, fifteen days. I like to do. Which is kind of crazy to think. Yeah, like I see where you're I, I've been this. around for 57,000 days does not seem like that when we're 10. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I've been around for about a third of West Virginia's life. That's crazy. Yeah, I, that's you know, insane. In, in perspective, I've Holy been around. Smokes, that's I've crazy. been around. I've been around for a third or more of America's life. Yeah. And if you have an eighty-year-old friend, grandmother, grandfather, gosh, they've been, they've been around for twenty-five uh, percent of America. So I they've mean, watched it wild. evolve. Yeah. And it, again, if you put things in perspective, the Civil War wasn't a great time. World War One wasn't a great time. The, the 20s were roaring, but then the depression hit. That wasn't a great time. World War II was not fun. America mm -hmm. was scared. Vietnam in 68, good gracious, we thought 
the device is bad now, it was very divided then. And so you just keep, you know, in the 90s and you know, COVID. So when you put things in perspective, are we going to come out of this? Haven't we always? Haven't yeah. we always? So mm -hmm. just work, be a part of the solution, not the, not the problem. And, and we come out of it. And, and people say to me all the time, Jim, I've never met anyone who could fall in a, a pile of manure and just come out smelling <laughs> like a, a rose. And that's what America does. That's what a West Virginia continues to do. And that's what we should as a whole, 1.8, 1.79 of us do, come out smelling like a rose. Know that we will, and we will. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like pilot. that. Yeah. I've yeah. never said that out loud. I like that. Yeah, man. You, that, that that pilot, down, yeah. you can pile, fall in that pile of BS fertilizer and still get up smelling like a yeah, a, a rhododendron. So yeah. yeah, very good. Well, I do. I mean, I I agree. I think there's. I think even specifically over the last like two or three years, West Virginia, we've had a spotlight on us for various reasons. But I think COVID. I mean, I, I've said it's like a silver lining that like I think it's an opportunity for West Virginia to say, hey, look, because of the COVID pandemic, people were. I think everyone reset. They're more conscious of their day to day life, like you mentioned, traffic and literally how close they are to their neighbors. So I think. I mean, we're in a well positioned spot as a state to kind of capitalize on you know that that remote work life um if we can get our infrastructure and internet up to speed literally up to speed at, at literally area. That, yeah. that does concern me about the most that we're, we're doing you know if that's you know what you i always preach be a part of the solution you know the problem is is our infrastructure is is not quite where it needs to be and that's not because we're not smart people it's because of our beautiful terrain so you it's take literally the mountain, given the yeah. take with the terrain i mean mm -hmm. we're the only state and the, uh, fully engulfed in the Appalachian Mountains. So every county is yeah. just full of mountains. So yeah. we don't have the, the terrain sometimes and, and it's hard to get you know, water and it's hard to get high powered internet. It's hard to get you know, all the things that we need infrastructurally. But I mean, we're, you know, it might take a little bit more uh, time, but, but we'll get there. And I, I just, you know, I also run the Strawn Chalet, which is an Airbnb. So I have guests here from all over America. They, it's crazy, CJ. They come from California and Texas and Minnesota and Michigan and uh, uh, Canada. And, I mean, we must, Charleston must be the halfway point to everywhere in the rest of the world. I mean, that could be our new mantra, Charleston. We're the halfway point to the gateway to the world. It feels gateway like, to the world. That's not a bad I mean, idea. It feels like everybody says, well, you're halfway. You're halfway. So people come here. And then they, you know, they stand on our deck. And we, I have a nice panoramic view of the city of Charleston and Canal Valley. And I'm looking out right now. I can see the west side of Charleston all the way up through the valley and I can see the Capitol Dome and the airport and people stand on the deck and they're from you know out in Iowa where there's no mountains and they're just like this is beautiful yeah I can see the attraction to come here I can see yeah. the attraction to come from a Chicago where it's flat and crazy and you're just but our capital's got to be our capital's got to be the what it's got to be it, a top two three capital it's, it's, let's call it number one I've, I've seen a bunch it's as pretty as as any and it's even nicer inside. It's just majestic mm -hmm. to walk the marble hallowed halls of our, our capital. And our state museum, I was on the board back in 06, 07, 08, and we, we secured the money for our new Western State Museum. And that thing, I send everyone yeah. that's visiting. So if you haven't been, our West Virginia Museum and the Cultural Center, and it's that's just awesome. free to walk in. It's just so full of our heritage and our Appalachian heritage and the music and the art and the history and and how we became a, a state. It's just so invigorating. 
I, you know, you, you mentioned I was I was in Florida last week and hanging out with some folks I, that I've met down there. I got a little place in St. Pete, and uh, they're just so infatuated that I know so much about West Virginia. Yeah. And I go, well, I'm from there. And I go, well, we're from Indiana. We don't know anything about Indiana. <laughs> so the pride for West Virginians are just oh, it's really bursting. deep. Yeah. yeah. Really deep. So you being a marketing guru, you've been in this industry for several decades now. You have Strong Chalet, which you said is, has become like a very popular um, source of tourism for yeah. Charleston and for you. Do you find that that's like the latest is Airbnb one of the latest trends that's like almost easy to market? Like, come see our Airbnb, come see Strand's Chalet and, and explore Charleston. It's easier to sell an Airbnb than it is a hotel room, it seems like. I can't get over how much I love the Airbnb. We opened it up October 1 of 2019, spent the summer getting it ready, really decorated with stuff, extra mm-hmm. stuff that we just had in the house and we remodeled it. And it's a nice, big, under a deck room private entrance. I can't hear you. You can't hear us. It's tailor-made for Airbnb. And we opened it up to the public October 1. And we've had a guest almost every night since October 1 of 2019, except for March and April of 2020 when COVID hit. And I even took some extra precautions there and got in some uh, a a special uh, backtronics to make sure it was disinfected and tested and cleaned. And we did a nice job keeping it clean. And then folks started coming back in the summer of 2020, but we have, we, we house legislators, delegate Evans likes to stay with us. We've housed, you know, Santa Claus from the mall. He likes to hang out at the Strong <laughs> Santa Claus has been a fan. We, 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 we've hosted a, a few folks and some interns and a lot of medical people come through, some traveling nurses, some traveling doctors, even folks coming to visit to see if, you know, interview and see if they're going to get matched in Charleston area. Cool. Uh, we've had just an eclectic group of folks, but yes, it's very for me, it's easy to market the chalet because I'm marketing Charleston. I'm marketing the Canal Valley. I'm marketing mm-hmm. the state of West Virginia. You open up the top chest of drawers and it's just full. I mean, stacked full of literature from every place to go Super to cool. fun in West Virginia. I have relationships with you know activities like that, that uh, Yak House Rentals up in Clendenin. And I have partnerships with other restaurants, you know, I have 10 and 15 and 20% off coupons to go to Bridge Road, to go to Gonzo Burger, to go to places. So we're cross-promoting, come for the experience of West Virginia, you know, go hiking in Canola State Forest. You're an hour from a national park. They go, they stay at the chalet and go down to Adventures on the Gorge and they come back and they're just like, I love this place. I love, I, I can't believe I've never been to West Virginia. So I consider myself an ambassador to the state. And, and when I, you know, I meet them downtown or something, or they're down for an art walk and I introduce people, hey, these folks are staying at the Strong Chalet. I, I, love the, uh, I love the response from the people that I know were like, oh, you got, you got a good ambassador to our state. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I That's the way to be, man. I, 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 I feel like it's my responsibility. If we all would take that upon ourselves to lift our state up as opposed to put our state down. See, the, the more you talk, uplifting and the more you lift people in states and valleys and municipalities and company if the more you lift people up you start to believe that and yeah. you, know, you start and if you talk down every day you start to believe that. that so it's right. part of that choice thing so i'm lifting my state up and i'm lifting my valley up that's what yeah just, man it just seems to work 
That's what I mean. Look, I mean, that's exactly what we try to do here. I mean, we we try yeah. to celebrate West Virginia culture. We try to be that ambassador. And you know, look, you you know, I'm I like to think I'm you know a marketing guy as well. I work. And my real job is working for a financial firm. I'm like our kind of marketing officer, and then certainly right. Mountaineer Media. We're marketing West Virginia. You know what I like thought? Like, imagine, and this is like hypothetical, right? You know, but imagine like the governor or somebody high up in government and says, almost just puts out this like solicitation and says, Hey everyone, we're looking for the top 20 marketing ideas or minds in West Virginia to help us develop campaigns to brand West Virginia outwardly to the rest of the world, you know, submit ideas, applications, inspiration here. Like I would just like, to me, that would be such a, I don't know if that's, you know, it's possible, whatever, but like, it seems like if there was just more of a open thing, cause I feel like you would get all kinds of people volunteering different aspects and, and ideas and literally would be self like appointed ambassadors and do that work on behalf of it. Have, do you ever think, is, is, is anything like that exist? Like is the tourism department, do they talk to leaders, businesses, or like, is it all kind of like a little bit separate? It's like the government does its thing and then the business people and other folks kind of just have to do their own thing. Like, Boy, have you ever I, 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 I love your thinking. I, I think our tourism department, our development office, like I said earlier, I think they do a, a really nice job and mm -hmm. they spend some you know nice money and we should spend money because it's one of our biggest industries. I mean, you know, behind coal, even if it, it may have surpassed coal, Tourism is a big deal. We mm. get a lot of money in our state from tourism, so we should invest in tourism. And I think Chelsea does a nice job and all her deputy uh, secretaries there. And I think they do a, a nice job. And, you know, I love Ed Gonch and I think they are all doing good stuff. But I like your idea. Boy, if we could all just submit, you know, marketing people, just submit ideas at, to the Department of Tourism and see what would take. But as you were talking and as I was talking, I, and I don't know if I have much, many big ideas, but how about we just did a West Virginia homecoming weekend and it wasn't necessarily even a homecoming. It was just, let's open the state of West Virginia and you register here, you're, rest, you're a West Virginian and you have a, you have a bedroom or a place like an Airbnb where you have somewhere where you could host people. And we, just, we, 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 just, we just invite people from America to come to uh, our our West Virginia celebration on June twentieth. That's something. And we just and people, you know, we could almost double. We could go one point seven to like three point four million people in a week. That would be crazy. We all had somebody come in, whether it was family member or just people that we know or friends from New York. Or that's a pretty good idea. Dude, and there's a hundred thousand yeah. people that came to West Virginia. How cool would that be? It was a, co a coordinated effort hmm. to have a West Virginia weekend with visitors. And it was orchestrated. We knew who you were here. Like festival does a great job. They keep track of the zip codes of where people come from. Right. And they do a, a great job of tracking that. And zip codes come from all over America. So they do a nice job. So it could be done if we coordinated it where people would come from all over America. To a lot West of pepperoni Virginia, rules. And they, well, were, you could, they were registered if, guests of yeah. our state. And, and they if all you got could, a little prize. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be something, it. especially if you could have like a, a, if it was a week long event, you could have something in, in some of the biggest cities across the state of West Virginia, like have something in the Panhandle, Morgantown, 
up in the northern panhandle, Wheeling, Parkersburg, Charleston, southern West Virginia, wow. and just like come back. If, if you from doesn't matter where you're from in West Virginia, come back for this homecoming week of festivities and see what your state looks like now. You probably haven't been back in a while. Come come see what it looks like. It's people like come on, all, like Japan, Europe. I'm, yeah, I'm all China, in. All I'm all in. Somebody yeah. call Chelsea. Somebody call Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea yeah, Ruby. Chelsea. We have not had Chelsea on here before. We've, we've actually spoken with Chelsea before yeah. about another idea. Job. But yeah, we definitely need to connect. I'll with her. spearhead that for. I'll, yeah, I'll, there I'll you take go. This is Escape to West Virginia 2.0, Cooper. I think we've we might have yeah. <laughs> we've got it now. I like it. Escape to West Virginia. Jim, do you? Like I'm sure you remember the the Vandalia. I mean, like, and it's been going on for decades. I just have such fun childhood memories of going there and getting like the fresh lemonade and like the corn and like just hearing the music and the artisans. Like, I, th- I think you're right. People love those kind of like festival style, like you know, outdoor artisan kind of meet the culture, kind of celebrate the culture kind of events. Like, I, those were so fun for locals, but it's also fun for people that have never been here. And like, you know, what a better way to get that authentic. Experience. Yeah, we could coordinate. So- Stuff like that all over the state, six or seven days in a row. You know, CJ said, you know, Eastern Panhandle, we do up in Morgantown, we do North Central West Virginia, we go over to Huntington, we go down into the southern part of the state. We have something, you know, big going on almost every day, and then maybe some flagship things, you know, in the capital. But at, people would just flock to stuff like that. They yeah. love our heritage. And if they if they're not familiar with it, it's just an exposure to it. Like, wow, that was a great time. Yeah. You, you take you take back home with you, you know, all of our programs about ascend. If you come here, you can do this, you can do that. And I think it would have, uh, you know, say you, you say you have a hundred thousand guests in West Virginia for the week. You know, we we might we might attract five or ten thousand folks to live here. God, that would be so cool. And I'm not if, looking for people yeah. to move here, but we need, you know, we, we don't want to continue to decline, but we also don't want to, I don't think we would do as well with three or 4 million people in our state. Cause you know, the beauty of our state is our connectivity to everybody. And mm-hmm. I'm literally one degree of separation from all 1.79 of us. And I use that to my advantage, but it would be nice, you know, to have maybe a, a couple million, 2.1 million people. I think we could accommodate uh, that in our state to help us with our economic growth and, and our, and, and just our, economic base i guess if you will so yeah i like that idea so i liked your, your original idea coop about you know just a, a bunch of ideas and this and hang our hat on a couple that's just one but um I like your thing. That's what this podcast is about, right? Yeah. It'd publicly motivate people. And I think, you know, yeah. I just in a, whether the government does or not, or maybe we can convince some folks to, you know, allow us to help run it or something. But it's just an open <laughs> idea of like, hey, look, let's just see what happens. And then and then this is what I always tell people, though, is I say government's not in not political at all. It's just government's not going to solve our problems. Right. If West Virginia, if Charleston, if this neighborhood, if this Airbnb gets turned around, it's what it's going to be because individuals say, you know what, why not me stepping up in my community? Why not me open a cool little Airbnb and go the extra mile and have coupons for the local burger shop? Right. Why not me do this event? Why not me do that? So we always underlyingly try to say, folks, like, don't wait for this hypothetical, fanciful day to come in and fix West Virginia and this industry is going to change. No, it's going to be, it's going to have to be grassroots from the people. And until that, I think it just has to sink in with people that, oh, wait a second, I can be the change that I kind of dream about and talk about and then complain about. What if it's just me? That unlock is what triggers action and that triggers results and that triggers improvement. Well said, well said. I've talked to many people. They picked my brain about starting an Airbnb and everyone that has started it is doing well. 
we can't have enough of them. Yeah, and I quite right frankly, I, I do believe that's a good industry for our state to, to get into is, is, is hosting and uh, being hospitable. And we've always done it. It's nice to make uh, a little bit of uh, change with it. Um, mm -hmm. not, not changes in, change is different, but changes in makes a lot of sense. You make a few dollars. Yeah. Uh, we don't make a, a boatload of money with our Airbnb, but if you do it consistently, it's, you know, it's anywhere from a grand of 1500 to $1,800 a month, and you're having fun with it. I got a guest in uh, tonight. We just had a guest from Michigan last night. They're on their way to North Carolina because we are the halfway point to everywhere. But they stood on that deck. Like I said earlier, they're getting married on Saturday, I think, down at, uh, in Carolina. And then they're coming back through here next week. On their way home, they'll stop here. I, and there's so many, I was saying earlier, there's so many folks that have talked to me about this and opening up their own Airbnb and they're all uh, doing swimmingly well. I, I, so it's an idea. My idea was you know, maybe to, ha to have a week where we don't open up an Airbnb, but we open up our hotels and our homes and, and, and our places and just have a big escape to West Virginia weekend. Yeah, I a big party. TJ, when I'm cooking dinner, I, at this point in the evening, I've got little mental capacity left. So something that has really improved my life and made cooking dinner a breeze is using Ray's Rub. Now, Ray's Rub is a true all-purpose seasoning that's packed full of mouth-watering herbs and spices, 21 of them to be exact. Yeah, it's like a mouthful of flavor when that chicken, pork, or vegetables get in your mouth. When you take that first bite with raised rub sprinkled on top, or if you seasoned it beforehand, it's just like, boom, punches you right in the mouth. It's it's a delicious taste. You can get it on Raise Rub's website or amazon.com, and they just ship it right to your door, man. Brody Prudnick was a former guest. We had him on, he was awesome, and he oversees the Raise Rub operation based out of Morgantown. But uh, man, this is a West Virginia company to its core, and we are, loving to be proud partners with Raise Rub Cooper. Order Raise Rub today. DJ, one of the things that you just gotta have in life is a J-O-B. And if you're in West Virginia, I think the best place you can go is Mountaineer Employment Solutions. Now they're a premier talent acquisition agency. So that means if you're a small business, they can help you get employees. Or if you're just looking for a job, Mountaineer Employment Solutions can help you do that. Hold on, Cooper. I'm writing that down. You said J-O-B. Oh, job. Yeah, sorry. I'm not great at spelling. That took me a second to get there. But yeah, definitely. Mountaineer Employment Solutions is the way to go if you're looking for a job or for a company that, you know, if you need staffing for your company, definitely check those guys out. You can find them online. Beamountaineer.com. That's Beamountaineer.com. Bill Carter found this company he's an awesome guy and he's gonna hook you up he's gonna he's genuine man he just wants to help people especially west virginia businesses so go check them out mountaineer employment solutions you can find them online at beamountaineer.com or find either of their locations in person in morgantown and in south charleston i like the idea of like uh this worldwide call for everybody to come back instead of like the oh, bat symbol it's just like the like you shine the West Virginia outline into the be, sky yeah, and everybody yeah. just like, this is the call to home. You just yeah. know. That. I, 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 I can see the Mountaineer media logo in the sky. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. I think that's a. Uh, it's got the state there and it's got uh, the sun coming up over the Majestic Makes sense. Valley. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, this the mountains are calling me. It, it, <laughs> and it might home. even be one of those things where we plan it for you know, June of 24 and it's 18 months away, but yeah. it coordinated well. Wouldn't yeah. be a lot of expense in it. 
because you know the folks are hosting it and you know you have you built in the events around it you may add a few more events but the tourism department says you know everybody that every visitor gets uh, gets this gets that and we just coordinated you know we talk about it like we're talking about it here you know all the news is talk about it all the media talk that would about be insane it. it it would work Nobody is doing anything like that either. I mean, Rhode Island is not having the welcome back to Rhode Island week. You know what I'm saying? Like if we could coordinate that, it was a statewide thing. We had banners it would work because hanging at the too. edges of it, the it state, work. like welcome home, it Mount, would work. you know, mountain mama, wild and wonderful. It would, it, that would be insane. I mean, it, it would be I, would, unlike would, anything would, else would, ever done before. If it got blessed, you know, Coop, you're right. The, you know, the government, not necessarily they're, they're here to support us, right? Not necessarily it. help us sometimes. <laughs> if they support us, let us go do it. Exactly. I want them to support it and, and kind of bless it and then go, okay, Gosh. here's how it's going to unfold. And that thing would blow up on social media. It oh, would blow insane. up with the media. It would just blow up with people getting word about it because we're all connected. I'm reading yeah. a book right now called One. And it's how all 7.5 billion people in the world are somehow connected which yeah. I'm, you know, I believe in the oneness. I'm a connect guy. We are so connected that we don't realize it. And West Virginia is cr- off the chart connected, but we're connected to 7.5 billion people. So we're all connected. And we start sharing this idea with people. Hey, come in June of 24, this is going to happen. We'll yeah. put you up at our place. I mean, I'll even, you know, block the Airbnb and you stay there and you stay there and you, you, we're going to create like a Woodstock situation where we've got know, too many people come. Yeah. <laughs> it's like three, people, three million people show up and all of a sudden it's like we can't even move. We're like that, shoulder to that, shoulder. That, yeah, we, you have to register saying that you're coming so we can have Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the hotels yeah. would book up pretty fast. But, though, I, I, so. but we have, <laughs> we're so excited about this idea. Look at us because we because we love what we have to offer. That's yeah. why this is so resonating with the three of us. And it would resonate with folks who are pushing it or promoting it from our state. And then if you if you ever have anything to do with West Virginia, you don't live here anymore, that would certainly resonate with you. But how about if you've never been here and yeah. you know, and we're doing this big push and we're like, hey, I know you've not been here. Come, this will be fun. Uh, yeah. Stay for a couple of days. And uh, it's just that's a really uh, good idea. Coop, I love I like what we're I like what we're on here. Uh, yeah, it, it, sometimes if and sometimes if you don't get the, the, the blessing, people like Mountaineer Media and Jim Strong and company just take this and do just the best do we it. can. Well, hey, man. Yeah. I mean, let's let's, let's I mean, talk about yeah, it. I'm a doer. I, I, hey. I like to talk. Obviously, I love to talk. But I'd, I'm, I'd rather do than talk. I'm more of a doer. 100%, man. Well, look, I mean, let's get into it right now because we're actually, I mean, we haven't really fully publicly announced it, but let's talk about it now because we're, we're, we anticipate we're going to do a, a golf tournament, if you will, in Canaan Valley. We're targeting 2023. It's going to be targeting in May, mid-May, but I want the night. So it's going to be at the Canaan Resort. We kind of back channel, talk with them, whatever. So one, I'm a golf nut, love to play golf. I've, nice. I, I've ran, run some tournaments. I know how they work and they're great vehicles to raise money for various things, scholarships, yada 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 so that's going to be on a saturday and then but i want and because it's canaan is like okay you're three and a half hours from dc three hours from charleston you're two hours from morgantown it's kind of a a central point for a lot of people the night before i want it to be basically literally what we've spoken about just kind of like a giant networking celebration of west virginia culture have the local beer guys up there the barbecue people like whoever and whatever optional you know if you want to play the tournament great but that friday night at the resort okay 
something. Yes, you so yes, I will MC that event. Yes, I dude, will. Do that. Dude, I'm hundred percent. You I, no. I literally like you're doing okay. it. Like, I promise, okay, you like, got me. You had me at Canaan Valley, twisted my arm. I want to be a part percent. of this, Coop. I want to MC be a part it, man. Of we need an MC. Seriously, like, and this is like literally like it's funny. Like this week specifically, we formed, we we announced a girl named uh, Josie Barnhart as our uh, live events coordinator. She's going to help us do it. Um, she's a young, ambitious college student that loves event planning. I'll like, say, hey, look, let us let us give you some like an actual project and let's collaborate on this. So we're doing it, man. One hundred percent doing it. And literally, I mean, let's sign it right on the air. You're going to MC it, and I, I want to MC it. We'll, we'll have some auction items from some great West Virginia yep. artists. We'll have some. We'll have some auction items from some great. Let's go, man. West let's Virginia go. Venues. You know, visit West Virginia. We'll auction those things off. This, you know, this, this could be our. I mean, quite frankly, this could be you know scholarship money or seed money for the the big twenty twenty five escape to West Virginia. I love it. Having. We could do I'm, this. I'm, hundred percent, man. I'm hundred percent in too. I, I'm all about this, and I love talking with other West Virginians. They get excited talking about West Virginia. And we again, we have so much to offer. Canaan Valley. I have such fond memories of that place. Mm -hmm. Been there when it was old. Been there when it was new. Golf there more than once. Coop. I'm not much of a golfer, but I do it for charity. And mm -hmm. I'm, I make sure I have the date so I can put that on my calendar. Yeah, and yeah. We're gonna. We're gonna. I mean, this could be this could be seed money for our escape to West Virginia plan. Dude, yeah. I love it. Yeah, we're we're literally in the process of trying to just finalize it. We're you know get a title sponsor, do it the do it the right way. But yeah, man, we're a hundred percent. I love well, we it. want this to become like a destination thing too. Like year one, it's in Canaan Valley. Year two, it's in either the else, right. Southern West Virginia. And if, if if we could almost tie it into the escape to West Virginia idea, then all of a sudden during that week or that month, you could have multiple. West Virginia classics across the state of West Virginia that people can choose to participate in and go mm -hmm. to these various towns and various cities across the state. And we'll just get this, Jim. Jim, uh, we had Tony. Um, I always want to call him Tony Soprano. I know he gets his head so big. Tony Parenzino, um, wonderful guy. Meant. I so, knew you meant. He yeah. didn't drop in. He didn't drop any f bombs, did he? Uh, oh, please. He, we had a. Actually, yeah, we had a. We had a major discussion. CJ? We had a major discussion. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a we major had a, discussion about some of the language that Tony we should, did, whether we leave it in or not. Because a week before Tony's episode, this this older woman had reached out to us and said that she had loved Mountaineer Media, that we were very authentic and genuine young men, and that we were very nice. And it came off as like 88 authentic. years old. And, yeah. and then all and, of a sudden, and, and, and you still are, and Tony's still great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't change. But so but, we left but, it. We did but, leave it. <laughs> But what he said, and he could we kind of floated this idea even a couple of weeks ago when we had him on. He said, Well, I was like, imagine if we like had a like a ser like the winner of the tournament, you get slipped on like a West Virginia sport coat. And Tony said he would donate like a West Virginia kind of jacket. Like imagine like a master style jacket, and the inside of it is like a foresty, you know, Canaan Valley, Dolly Sods like image or something. And then the winners of this tournament every year, quote unquote, win like the West Virginia jacket. Like, tell me that would not be like an absolute smash. Home is run. That, that is if a you home goof run. Bumps, man, yeah, I'm telling we you. It, yeah, we, we do it year one, and then you can't, you can't have year two without without year mm -hmm. one. Yeah, uh, you know, exactly. we have a, a wonderful uh, alumni out there from Leadership West Virginia that I think would probably put their arms around something like this. Coop, are you familiar with that organization? Not, no, not not me, not precisely. No. Yeah, well, it it we have about 13, 12 or thirteen hundred alumni. It's about thirty years old, and of course, it takes young emerging leaders like yourself from around the state of West Virginia. And you travel West Virginia for eight months with eight different sessions, learning about our 
challenges, learning about our pitfalls and learning about our strengths and how we can move the state of West Virginia forward. They're always looking for class projects. So you know, we might want to talk to the folks at Leadership West Virginia, uh, particularly maybe the 2020, where are we? We're in 2022. The 2022 class is just uh, starting uh, this month and then 2023 class will be announced uh, next uh, December. So that might be something. We've already got a built-in uh, invested audience, alumni who have already graduated from Leadership West Virginia, always looking to make a change. That's a nice base or foundation for the movement of moving our state forward. That's what they're all about as well. There may be some synergy there. I yeah. like this sentence. I just Googled Leadership West Virginia. Leadership West Virginia is an innovative program that grows, engages, and mobilizes leaders to ignite a lifelong passion to move West Virginia forward. It's oh, a wow. hell of a mission statement right there. Yeah, wow, I, I, yeah. I, I, I tried to paraphrase that, didn't I? How'd I do? Yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty. Sounded pretty I, good. I, I went through Leadership West Virginia in 01, 21 years ago. Gotcha. Really, really active with the board and been a, a part of it. You just stay, you just stay active. Yeah, uh, it has really grown. Our executive director, Pam, does a, a super job. And both of you guys need to kind of look about going through leadership yeah. in Virginia with your Mountaineer media backdrop. And um, I'll, I'll certainly, uh, certainly endorse you and put you hmm. through. It's not easy to get in, fellas. I got to tell you that. But really? interesting. It's, it's worth it's worth it. And and I, I, I just I'd like to I'd like to um, set, kind of synergize with them with your Canadian Valley event. And I like yeah, it. Man. it kind of reminds me of Leadership West Virginia. CJ mentioned you do it in Canadian one year, then you go to Glade, then you go up to Ogilvy, then you go over here, then you go up to Cape, and, and mm-hmm. that's what they do. They travel the state. So, hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, Canadian was, like you said, I mean, it's so, it's perfect because, like, I sit on the D.C., the WVU alumni board in D.C., and there's, I mean, the D.C. Mountaineer base is unbelievable. There's, like, thousands yeah. of thousands of us. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, all, all it, it seems like a good center point for us. We can celebrate West Virginia culture the night before, and then Saturday morning, you wake up, and you, you play the, those who want to golf, play the tournament, and those who not, hang out, explore, you know, Davis, Canaan, the whole deal up there. So, we'll talk for sure, man, but yeah, okay. if, you, if you'd be willing to MC it, that would be great. I'm 100% willing. That mean yeah. I, I do stuff like that. CJ, yeah, I do yeah. stuff like that, right? Oh, I know. I know. I've, I've seen like it everywhere. To, yeah. Well, that, I like I like well, to do that, especially for causes like this, and especially to lift our state up. Happy yeah. to happy to do that. I think we're on to something here. I mean, we didn't you know we didn't talk about what we were going to talk about when we jumped on. I mean, oh, I had no idea where things were going. You probably we had no know. clue. I mean, we had we had a couple of ideas and questions lined up, but this. Took well, we a, knew how much you cared about a good Jim Willock. I mean, you, 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 what you're saying is not like you said. It's not just all talk. You can literally see your enthusiasm, your passion, your positivity online mm-hmm. for West Virginia. I've been seeing it for years, man. So I, I knew coming on to this, I'm like, see, so what I said before, I was like, we're gonna have zero problems like finding something to talk about here on this podcast. I'm excited um, about some of our prospects. Mm-hmm. Well, look, Jim. I mean, we like like to keep these nice tight for people. Fifty yeah. minutes. Thank you so much. It, Jim, Jim Strong is on Twitter, you know, Jim Strong 21. It's on LinkedIn. You're on Facebook. You're everywhere. Follow him because you're going to be, uh, you're going to be motivated to better yourself, better your community, better your state. And Jim, it's been a big honor to have you on. We appreciate you, man. And I can, only speak, all mine. I, I can only speak for myself, but it's been a, a very good 10,000th and 59th day. So thanks. <laughs> good. Take something from it. Take a nugget from it. I appreciate you guys. The pleasure was all mine. Mountaineer Media, appreciate you and Let's go West Virginia. Let's do do this thing, guys.
All right, everybody, thank you for tuning in to this episode with Jim Strawn. The Mountaineer Media Podcast is producer Mason Jack, co-host Cooper Zimmerman, and myself, CJ Harvey. Special thanks to all of our bloggers, Joe Justice, Shannon Stowers, Jessica Riggins, Catherine Allen, Travis Kale, Laura Jackson-Roberts, and Mackenzie Holdren. You can find their work over on our website, mountaineermedia.org. Also, big shout out to the latest addition to the Mountaineer Media team. Jocelyn Barnhart was brought on to be our live events manager. She's going to help us structure some of the plans that we have lined up in the future, golf tournaments, charity fundraisers, and things of that nature. So, Jocelyn, welcome to the team. We're excited to do some positive things for the state of West Virginia. Glad to have you aboard. Make sure to check out our website. Like I previously mentioned, mountaineermedia.org is the URL that you need to go check out. Of course, we've got the blogs, but we've also got a shop filled with one-of-a-kind West Virginia merchandise that you're going to want to hop on right now. Also, make sure to sign up for our newsletter on our website. You'll get monthly discount codes, and we'll get you caught up to speed on everything Mountaineer Media that you need to know. You can also find us on TikTok, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and our email, mountaineermediapodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys, so please shoot us a note, and we will be back again this time next week, Thursday, March 31st. We'll see you then. Peace.